everyone. We're here with author C.J. Olson. If you haven't heard of him, well, that's okay because that's why we're here. We're going to talk about him and his awesome book um, because, well, Michael Brent Collings recommended him. And you all know how we feel about him and his giant gold babies. So uh, tell us about yourself and your book. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, well. first and foremost, I have to say this is intimidating because uh, Michael Brent kind of sets a, sets a, <laughs> sets a high, high uh, precedent here. But, yeah, no, so uh, my, my name is Chandler Olson. My pen name is C.J. Olson. Um, I wrote the, the – I'm writing the book series The Eternal Alchemist. Um, book one is debuting here at FanX Salt Lake 2018. Um, it's The Immortal Cure. Um, and so it's, it's a it's – a, it's an action adventure with an underlying tone of steampunk. Okay. So, pretty much when I was when I was like I, I I wanted to write a series, but I knew like the the dragons and magic and knights was kind of oversaturated a little bit, and uh, and then I, I started playing uh, uh, the video game Bioshock Infinite, okay. and uh, that steampunk kind of feel of it really intrigued me, and I thought okay this is something I I could totally. I, I would totally be into. So I traded the, the magic and dragons for alchemy and chimera and golem and whatnot. But um, but yeah, and all this series the series falls along that lines. Um, it's it's a six book series, so it's actually a trilogy of duologies. It's a really weird way of doing this, but I I, I wanted to show kind of the development of this world over hundreds of years. And so books one and two follow the main character Charlotte. Who she is the daughter of an immortal king, and she is looking for a way to reverse his immortality, the immortal cure. That's kind of the play on words for the title. Um, she's looking for a way to, to reverse his immortality um, because he's kind of ruled over his land as a tyrant for hundreds and hundreds of years. Um, so she escapes from the city. She 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 gets with this ex uh, sky pirate named Alistair. Um, on he's on this. Kind of like your Han Solo stereo, not stereotype, but archetype character. Um, he and they, they travel around. I actually one of my inspirations, believe it or not, was the uh, Tremors with Kevin Bacon, right? <laughs> right. Um, I just loved the idea of desert sand with something hidden underneath. And so there's this whole there's this whole part where they go to this desert called the Waste, and it has chimeras. They're these creatures, so so they're they're creatures that are made from pieces of living beings and then brought to life with human souls, and so like there's this one, it's this giant worm with pelts of human skin, and it has a mane of human arms that digs through the sand underneath the sand and whatnot, right? So, um, but but yeah, no, so it, it, it's a uh, it's it's a fun, just a fun adventure, but book two and books one and two follow Alistair and Charlotte. And then book three, between book two and book three, there's a hundred-year gap, and then it picks up with a whole different cast of characters. Um, and it kind of begs the question, is immortality a, a blessing or a curse? You know, is it, would it be good for someone? What would it do to someone if they had to sit for hundreds of years and watch this world change in good ways and bad? So that's kind of like my, my sales pitch there. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Uh, so I'm a, well... I would have to make an assumption that if we jump forward, the king's still around. Or, or am I wrong? If you what? I'm making the assumption that the king's still around. If you're jumping forward a couple hundred years from <laughs> between two and three. So I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, the, uh, the whole idea of it 
with with immortals there there are immortal beings throughout okay. now whether whether the whether they they succeed in killing the king in the first book which uh, or, or if they are if he's alive through all six books um, there's this there's this there's this mistake that was made early in this world's history um, by this immortal being I mean he's talked about in the first book and that mistake is kind of the the theme of all six books, and 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 and, and carries through. And the the protagonists and antagonists change throughout. But this mistake that was made, and is is kind of the the crux of the novel. It's the pinnacle point that this entire arc of stories kind of leans on. Okay, that's that's really interesting. So why? Why this idea of this mistake that's now woven throughout the whole series? Because a, a lot of writers out there, they pick a main character, they follow that character from beginning to end of their story arc. You're doing little mini story arcs with a long mistake story arc, which transfers through <laughs> several different characters in different eras. So, yeah, no. It, so, originally when I was putting together an idea, I was like, I don't know if I can fit all this in a trilogy. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And, and, I, and then I was like, you know what? We're writers. We can break the rules. Like, we don't, so, um, so, so, yes. Um, going, going back to your original question with, uh, which was, uh, you said something right at the beginning. You asked, um, it's okay. Just the, uh, you know, you have this mistake. And how does it weave through there? Right, and why, why the structure? Why that structure when it's so different? Oh, well, I, re I remember. So, so, okay. So this is not a religious book by any means, but, but a real big theme of it is is the hubris of man, right? So, so it's it's when it's when when man believes that that he or she man mean general you know like but when, when we believe that everything is just on us we have we have accomplished everything and we've never and we don't we've never been assisted by a deity or by others and kind of that that hubris right that that's built among us and 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 like I was saying this this kind of underlying mistake is the the cause of it was hubris right it was it was pride it was it was man is god you know kind of idea and so that that's kind of what it was in 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 order to really develop this this idea of man's hubris you have to see it throughout the ages um now now for instance the the and there's connections so so book three and book four there's like relatives of the characters from the first two books and kind of there, there's a connection through all that and stuff, but uh, but yeah, no, and so the structure is very strange in that way. But the other reason is I love so so big inspiration for me uh, was Brandon Sanderson's writing. I, I love Brandon Sanderson. I think he is he is just a genius in how he puts things together. But I remember reading um, his Mistborn trilogy, and I read the first one, and I thought, wow, there's a there's a trilogy here, you know. I was like, that was that. I could just reread that book over and over and over again. Yeah. And so I was like, I want to write a big series, but I want I want each novel, or in this case, the two novels together, to be self-contained, right? And so I want to read books one and two, and and you could just read those two. 
and, and experience the story there and what it has to say. Now you'll have some lingering questions, but you feel satisfied, yeah. you know, and it's self-contained in that. But then you get this whole largely huge experience that ties everything together if you read all six books. So that was kind of the idea behind that in the weird structure. No, I, that, that works out perfectly. You mentioned Brandon, and you're right. Um, you know, with the Mistborn series, you have those three books, and now there's four, you know, and the character, you know, Wax, Wax he, Alien, yeah, yeah, is connected to Breeze. Uh, yes. It may not be the main character, but he is still no, part absolutely. of that original absolutely. crew, and it just flows that story through. So uh, that's actually brilliant that just to kind of go off that model. Yeah. Um, so book one's out now. Book one is out. When is book two up? So, so, so book one is out. Um, I have the entire uh, structure written down. It's all worked out. I had to really work out kind of how it was all going to go before I even put pen to paper on the first one. Um, second one's mostly written. The idea is uh, is to do the early releases at Fanex Salt Lake 2018, or not 2018, Fanex Salt Lake every year. So I have most of the second one written. The plan is next year to have the second one released here. Um, the actual release date for this, this is the 12th of September, so we're doing kind of this early release thing. But um, And then every su subsequent year from there, I want to release another book. So so I guess like in six years, you would have the entire series. And then I have some like single standalone novels I want to write in between all that. Um, but really, so, so I, I guess like one thing I've been telling the people as they walk by is I, tell them, I just tell them my top five inspirations for this book. And if you're interested in none of those, you probably won't be interested in my book. But there's got to be something there you like. So, um, so uh, the, the first and foremost, uh, the Full Metal Alchemist anime series was a huge inspiration for me. I've, I've always loved anime, but I've always liked what anime does. It's willing to 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 take chances that stories in the West just aren't as willing to take. You know, um, so there was that the Bioshock series. I said I said um, the Mummy trilogy. Brendan Fraser's uh, just pure gold on film. <laughs> He's much better. Um, the, um, uh, like I said, Tremors, Kevin Bacon, um, and then and then of course Brandon Sanderson's writings. I I I I actually I uh, had my wife give him a book while I was here, um, signed just and just said thank you because he inspired me to write and, and and many other authors and so yeah if if that interests any of your audience this is this is the book for you buy it I'm just gonna say that I'm sold uh, <laughs> no it's perfect I love all of that uh, the film uh, the anime series those are all, all great ones so I'm gonna leave it th with this folks um, but before we go because most of them aren't here when they're listening they can you they can find you uh, Facebook uh, let's see he's just throwing me this so Instagram you can find him at, at author underscore CJ underscore Olson that's with an E-N uh, at Twitter, it's at, uh, at author CJO, and then on Facebook, it's at the Eternal Alchemist. So, uh, do you have a website? There it is, theeternalalchemist.com. Look at that, everything on the bookmark, which is awesome. Uh, so find it, the book, buy a copy because you're gonna love it, because you should. Well, plain and simple. We'll have so it's the twelfth. Um, we're releasing the ebook. Um, through Amazon, we have we have um, we'll have the the hard copies on sale there. I, I'll probably have a few more of the first editions on my personal eBay and Amazon, um, and then also uh, the audiobook. The idea is to have an audiobook by the next con in six in six months. So, so in April. All right. So you can pick up the book now. If you want to wait 
six months to get the audiobook, you can, but I'd suggest not. Uh, pick up the book. It's always better to have the pages to turn uh, or pick up the ebook. Some people do love that. But then you can see the words, you can it, have it unfold before you, and you can get it now. Well, at least on the 12th if you're not here. So with that said, folks, we'll catch you next time.